Welcome back to another Forensic Happy Hour. It is Friday. The weeks kind of fly by. Uh, at least I have found that, you know. We're all still kind of, uh, you know, working from our basements, doing all of that fun stuff. I hope everyone had a great week. And uh, another fantastic guest um, that we have with uh, Warren Cruz. I think you guys are you guys going to enjoy it because there is a lot a lot of life, uh, especially on the forensic side of it, that we can have a conversation with. So I'm excited to dive in. Remember, you know what? Don't hold me accountable for these weird questions that I ask. Uh, but again, like I said, it should be a good time. So here we are. Welcome to the Forensic Happy Hour. I am going to uh, give you a cheers. Uh, cheers to you. Cheers. Uh, and so obviously... You know, there's a couple of things, obviously, looking at and, you know, kind of cyber stalking you. I know that we have ran into several times. I mean, all the way back in kind of the access data days, too, uh, because you've been doing it a long time, you know. And, and so, you know, I know with the law enforcement side of it, uh, you, you spent a lot of time uh, in law enforcement. So I kind of want to hear initially, really, um, you know, tell us really. I mean, who you are and, you know, starting from that law enforcement side, transitioning, because there's a lot of people that transition that side, but transitioning from your law enforcement background into, you know, obviously that your forensic life that you live now. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, I've been privileged to be able to do this for a long time. It, uh, boy, it's gone, it's gone really fast, but if you love what you do, you know, the days, days fly by even, even in quarantine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was a police officer in New Jersey and, uh, got involved in, um, I was actually writing articles for a magazine. I don't know if it still exists, but I think it was called law enforcement technology. Yeah. And I was writing just how to computer articles like, I'll, I'll really date myself. I think when Windows 98 was coming out, I wrote a stupid article called, you know, Windows 98 or Wait for 99, I think was the title of it. Um, and uh, the editor of the magazine received some tickets to a high-tech crime conference in New York, and it was actually being run by the High-Tech Crime Investigative Association, HTCIA. And the editor uh, said, hey, you know, I have uh, two tickets if you want to go to it, uh, see if you could write an article ab about it. Uh, if not, you know, meals are included and, and it's a nice time in New York City. And uh, I mean, I tried to make my articles kind of like lively and not stereo instructions. And I said, geez, high tech crime, how boring is that going to be? I mean, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go to this conference and and not be able to write anything. But I said, well, you know, it's a nice hotel in New York. They had a nice evening social um, scheduled. So my wife and I went and I sat there for five minutes and I was blown away. I was like, I can't believe in the you know what was going on. I think that was 1996, if I'm not mistaken. Mm hmm. Uh, what was going on in 96, and I was hooked. Um, so I started taking classes on my own. Um, I went to IASIS uh, on my own. The department I worked at was was small. Um, 
so uh, thankfully my wife supported it. Uh, and um, then one day I got a call from a friend of mine uh, who was a sergeant in the New Jersey State Police, um, Mike Garrity, great guy, works uh, for the state of New Jersey. If you ever need anything in New Jersey, look up Mike. Uh, you probably know him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, works for an agency where the name is like this long, so I'm not even going to try and say the name. But, you know, if you need it, let me know. I'll, I'll dig him up. Uh, but a uh, good guy calls me and he says, hey, Lucent Technologies is hiring. And I said, all right, um, you know, I'm picturing, uh, he says, for corporate security. And I'm picturing, you know, people in uniform at the doors or something like that. Right. And I, I said, Mike, I appreciate you thinking about me, but, you know, um, why would I want to do that? And he says, no, it's it's awesome. They work with, you know, the Secret Service, uh, the Electronic Crimes Task Force, the, the whole nine yards. So... Um, you know, some time passed. I, I transitioned from from law enforcement to uh, the private industry, and my police department's back door was this big metal door. And to this day, I could still—I mean, uh, when I when I put in my papers and such, I, I didn't have any second thoughts. But to this day, as I walked out that last day, I could still hear that big metal door closing and I literally stopped in the parking lot and I said, what did I do? I'm what? going into a right. uh, private sector and, you know, uh, um, the security and, and all of this. But that was the only time I looked back. Uh, Lucent was great, you know, especially if you're a techno geek like me. Uh, back then, Bell Labs was the largest private lab in the world. Uh, you would walk down the hall and there would be people, you know, doing research on circuits. There were people doing research, um, you know, on all sorts of communication, obviously. Uh, Bill Cheswick, uh, you know, who wrote the first book on firewalls, uh, was there. And I walked into his office one day, and him and Sherman Mora are sitting there working on, you know, Mitnick's files. So, hypothetically, <laughs> I don't know this to be. You don't know if that. that's right. <laughs> uh, you know, they may or may not right. have been. Uh, right. You know, so that's the environment. I mean, it was just the coolest environment. We did great cases, uh, theft of intellectual property, trade secret cases. Um, traveled all over the world. Went, you know, to Saudi Arabia and uh, Cairo, Egypt. Went in the the uh, the pyramids and the whole nine yards. Um, but then, you know, the company started having some issues and the stock got to about 56 cents a share. And I said, well, I might need to look for work elsewhere. Um, so started doing it as a consultant um, in my own company and then uh, for different companies, sometimes in the for government clients and now for corporate clients. And here I am. Yeah, so if we if we if we look back at that, if you have the law enforcement side of it, right? Did you do forensics? Um, I, I guess in the say the I don't want to say the end of your career of it, but you know, was it just a hey, you know what, this is some cool stuff? Um, or did you actually do um, forensics? Say prior to that, uh, showing up at HCCIA and saying, wow, this is kind of this is kind of like the which the, the world's going this way for digital uh, evidence. 
Yeah, it was the latter. Uh, again, I was in a small department. Uh, I think there were like 60 sworn officers at the time. Um, but I was like the, the computer guy. You know, the traffic department wanted a new database for DWIs. I would program that. If uh, the detectives wanted a new um, report writing system, I created that. Um, I actually took all of the paper-based forms and made them electronic uh, so that they could be filled out on, on computers and the data uh, would be uploaded to a database, which again, in the mid nineties was, was actually kind of cool. Um, so didn't do any forensics, didn't do any high-tech investigations. Um, I, I actually remember a couple of times uh, seeing some computers at crime scenes and saying, "Hey, I took this, hey, you know, this this two day conference in New York. You know, right. we should go through that computer." And I may or may not have been told, "Kid, you know, don't worry about it. You know, we don't need it." Um, but you know, I kind of had an aha moment when um, I was investigating. So it was some sort of financial crime, and I went to a business. And, you know, I'm taking the report and the business owner was like, oh, well, you know, I'll have to get you that data. It's all on the computer. And, you know, my computer guy will be here tomorrow. And I was like, I can't investigate something without someone coming and taking the data out. And I see that computer right there. Can't we just like, you know, thankfully we didn't, you know, can't we just like start, you know, moving the mouse and getting data coming out? And I, um, this was before, you know, the World Wide Web. This was before, you know, mobile devices and home computers. I said, if just businesses took everything that used to be in huge ledgers and put it on the computers, I need to know more about that. Um, it's like that AS400, right? So, I mean, you have all of the, you're like, uh, it's just, uh, it's green. And it just goes across, and it's just data on it, not necessarily yeah. even even kind of the operating system side. Well, it's it's interesting because you know it, it's kind of like the uh, you know if I look at you know my law enforcement side of it that I obviously I transitioned to the forensic side towards the end of it, but it was kind of the same way. I mean, we had a whole bunch of our DUI guys that are like, you know what, I cannot. It's so hard for me to find you know the city codes. I have to look through and flip through this uh, you know grab this man, look through this manual. I'm like, you know what? How about if I just scan all that stuff? We make them all hyperlinks. I go and I put it into so that now it's searchable. You're able to do that stuff. They're like, you can do that. I'm like, yeah, sure. Created this, all this web stuff, the same thing. They're able to, oh, that's brilliant. to be able to try to do that? And I'm like, uh, no, it's really not. But again, it's you completely, I just went, I flash back to yeah. exactly how, how, you know, obviously the interest in that, your interest has always been in kind of the zeros and ones into the digital side of it, transitioning and having that epiphany of at HCCI and say, um, this is probably the way the world is going. So I would say, would you, well, would you say that's probably the best decision you made? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I missed law enforcement. I missed, um, you know, the, the, the camaraderie and, and, um, and such, but, um, you know, it's been a, a whole different world, you know, working in a town that was 10 or 11 square miles with 60 sworn officers. And, you know, it was busy. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, um, a, a very busy department to then 
traveling the world and working on you know cases and 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 actually i remember the first time going into a data center and i'm i'm you know out of iasis and i have my boot floppy disks in my hand <laughs> i don't really but you know i have my and my two zip disks that you know 100 meg zip disks and i go into this data center that went on like as far as the eye could see (laughs) and you know like the hair on the back of my neck is standing up saying i wonder if my department will take me back you know could (laughs) does that door open the other way and could i get back in uh but you know exactly you, you you ask a lot of questions you know you meet smart people um and you learn and you know every single day i like to learn something and hopefully i remember it so if you think of it that way too because so you go into this data centers which you know it completely the transition you know you remember hey yeah i'm processing this yeah this this floppy drive or this 512 um i, I mean we're talking we're not talking gigabytes, right? So I might have something that oh, I plug in this and I do all the forensics on it. But now we're talking, you know, terabytes, petabytes, all of that. Would you say that investigations, I mean, digital investigations and, and, and you know, in the ways that, you know, the way that you go through digital investigations is, is I, I mean, kind of the same, obviously a, a bit different, but are we just now dealing with more information, more data? Well, a, a lot more data, but a lot more sources of data. I mean, before I got on with you, you know, I was on with a call uh, with a client, hypothetically speaking, and they're like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to give you these search terms and we just want you to, you know, kick out results. And I said, well, hang on a second, you know, let's recall we have this device, we have this source, we have, you know, cloud data, we have. But, 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 you know, the whole nine yards, yeah. I said, um, you know, they each stored, you know, I mean, I don't have to tell you or right. the listeners. Um, so it's the, the data sizes, but also the, um, the locations, you know, again, I, I, I'm kidding, but you know, when I went through IASIS, you walked in with your boot floppies to a cold, <laughs> ter- I mean, remember the, Right. Pull the plug. I mean, I think right. exactly. I think yeah. the first line in the you know to do list was to pull the plug. Right. You know, got it too. Um, as a person, yeah. And you know, you boot off your your known media. I yeah. can't think of the last time I booted a computer off of my known media, but you know, right, right. And so, so that again, uh, I, I brought that up because I think that not only the techniques, not only the you know target how we do that. Sorry where the data stored, there's so, so, so many variables, I think, in today's doing digital forensics, right? And so is it, it I mean, if you're talking and, and, and the people that are listening and watching this, and it, do you think that it needs to be broken up into, you know, uh, cloud storage, like someone just, okay, they're going to go in and they're going to be the uh, you know, the cloud storage examiners, right? The mobile device side of it, the computer side of it, uh, the network side of it. Is that because I see things evolving so quickly, it's hard for everyone to keep up. And then we start talking about penetration, you know, a lot of testing and, and you start talking about, you know, breaches. So where does it end? Yeah. Um, right now, I think 
people should focus, uh, you know, once you've established yourself in the business in the beginning, you know, you're right out of college and you're, you know, you get a good internship, do everything, you know, don't just try and say, I mean, a lot, I get a lot of people out of college. I, you know, I want to do incident response. I want to chase, you know, hackers. That's great. But, you know, try everything. Um, uh, but once you've established yourself, I like to think that it's hard to investigate all of the different types of cases that we potentially have to investigate. So maybe uh, maybe focus on areas like incident response. I mean, when I was at Lucent, that's all we did was, uh, you know, internal investigations, insider threats and, you know, incident response. Um you know, when when I was uh, teaching for SANS and when I wrote the book, you know, the book was Incident Response Essentials. I, you know, if someone called me today to do a, um, a external uh, breach, um, I would say, no, you know, let me let me tell you who to call for that, uh, because I think it's there's areas that need to be specialized um, and. Um, I, I try and have people that are focused on collections from certain areas, uh, case, you know, you mentioned cloud, um, because they, they change so much. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, I think areas of investigation need to be specialized. Um, but you know, you, you need to know how to collect and you need to know how to preserve and, and at least do a first past exam from any sorts of media, because, you know, if you're doing any sort of investigation, you know, it could run the gamut. Right. And so uh, with, with that investigation, um, that of, of, with the data, I, you know, you've been doing it a long time. What, what type of information or uh, what data source do you think in today's world is most important to, to an investigation? Depending on the investigation, um, you know, it was funny a couple of years ago. Um, well, actually, it's more than a couple of years ago. I, I guess I joined this company uh, about 10 years ago. So, you know, I, they say, what do you need? And I say, okay, I need a forensic laptop. I need, you know, this forensic tool, that forensic tool. I need a uh, a mobile forensic tool and the mobile forensic tool that I picked at that time literally sat on my desk and, you know, was collecting dust for, you know, probably years because I would say, Hey, you know, someone would call and say, Hey, we want you to examine this person's computer. You know, they left unexpectedly or, or they're now working for a competitor and, you know, they have our, our crown jewels. And I'd say, what about the, the mobile phone? And they said, no, 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 we're not going to worry about the mobile phone. You know, fast forward a couple of years. Now it's like, oh, um, we have their mobile phone. We want to examine it. Okay, what about their computer? Ah, no, just ah. what we need on the mobile phone. I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, you know, so the paradigm like just keeps shifting, and you know, uh, uh, you have to you have to keep up with it. So. You know, it depends on the investigation. Um, everybody wants cell phones. Everyone wants text messages thinking, you know, that you and I were texting saying, yeah, let's let's take all the crown jewels and, you know, right. we'll start our own company. 
Um, but, you know, a couple of years ago, they wanted email and they thought, you know, you'd get that email. Yeah, let's literally steal all the stuff and go start <laughs> our own company. Um, yeah, who uses but, email anymore? Come on. It's, yeah. it's everyone's texting, right? So, so now tell me, you know, you've lived in two worlds, right? So you have on the law enforcement side of it on that. And you now you have obviously on the corporate and the corporate investigations. I mean, tell me what's a, I don't want to say what's the difference in the investigation because I mean, I, I think that obviously having a law enforcement background makes it, makes it pretty nice, obviously in, in understanding even on the corporate side of it, but it's, I mean, completely two animals in my, in my opinion, but Think, tell me, what are the differences in, say, collection as well as examination and the data that's needed between, say, law enforcement, right? And then uh, on a law enforcement investigation versus that you would have on the corporate side. Yeah, I tell you, I give law enforcement a lot of credit because I can't imagine how, you know, how they deal with um uh, collection and, and getting access to data, uh, encrypted data, you know, on the corporate side, generally the people are co cooperative or management makes them cooperative. Um, I'll give you a quick uh, story. My first interview post law enforcement, I'm with a good friend of mine who was my, my manager at at the time and he was my manager and we're still good friends believe it or not uh, after all these years um but we, we go on an interview and uh, uh i'm saying so you know how do we do this and and he he said well you know we're we're going to a business meeting and the person's manager told them to go to the meeting so i said so they can't leave the meeting and, I'm, and he was like, well, if they leave the meeting, you know, their manager told them to leave the meeting and they have to stay and, and talk to us. I'm like, this is great. You know, forget, for, you know, no Miranda. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Attorney. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it's not to say easier because you do get you do get people that do th stuff illicitly and you know they're going to wipe their phone they're going to wipe their computer they're going to leave without giving you their passwords you know you still sometimes get some bad actors uh but it's a little bit easier um when you're able to you know go to the system administrator and get access to something whereas in law enforcement you know you'd have to go through all the steps first Right. Obviously, you know, getting paper, make sure you have that versus on the corporate side of it. It's it's pretty much either one owned by the company. The company has that right. information or they give that. Right. So. Right. So if you so if you look at the data side. Right. What would you say? Is there a difference between the information that you're looking for from the law enforcement side versus the corporate side? What I mean, as in for artifacts, is is it similar? I mean, what, what I mean, what what would through your experience be? For what I do, I think a lot of the artifacts would be the same. You know, someone's leaving and they're taking the crown jewels. What's the easiest way to do that? To put it on a USB drive. So you're going to look through the registry to see if they they connected any USB drives. Uh, you're going to look for cloud sources. Did they put it, you know, on a cloud device? 
Um, occasionally you'll get someone that emails it to their home account. You know, that doesn't happen too much because people think that companies are checking email. Uh, in some cases they are, you know, if they have a good DLP, they, they should get alerted. Um, so a lot of the artifacts are the same. Uh, the types of cases are different. Um, a lot of it is uh, theft of intellectual property, trade secrets, employee A, quits company B, goes to company B, a competitor, and you know, next thing you know, they're calling the clients and they're using the intellectual property. Um, I avoid um, you know, pornography type cases. I don't do any uh, criminal defense work. Uh, I work for corporations and, and um, you know, I'm happy to do that. So on, if we, if we talk about, especially with IP, do you, do you think that the investigations on the corporate side, well, I mean, this is probably a rhetorical question, but the investigations that you would have on the corporate side pretty much have to do with money, right? Whether it be, you know, obviously with the IP side of it, with the HR thing, which it, it all comes down to company protection. Um, you know, whereas on the law enforcement side, obviously it's a public uh, you know, the, the public or, you know, the victim, however you are, is a protection on that side of it, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, you're both trying to reduce risk, you know, one risk to sure. maybe people, property, lives, you know, uh, um, others looking at, you know, risk to the bottom line, to the company um, uh, stock, perhaps, to the company reputation, Um so it's still, you know, you're still managing, trying to mitigate risk and uh, uh, money does come into it a lot. You know, I do get asked a lot, well, what's it going to cost? And, you know, again, with civil litigation, sometimes it's, you know, oh, is it is it cheaper to settle? Um, but, um, you know, the one the one big case that uh, that I did uh, with um my my former manager George Wade and Mike Barba at at, at uh, Lucent was called the Come Triad case, and these folks were were arrested, and you know it's public information. Uh, what was cool about that case, you know, there hypothetically may have been other cases, not as big, but other cases where management would say, "All right, let's just fire the person and be done with it," or the person quit, you know, so let's just stop the bleeding. You know, let's turn off access or what have you. In this case, management was like, no, you know, we're going to investigate and we're going to we want our stuff back. They you know, you showed me that they took our stuff. We want it back. Uh, so that was kind of cool. You know, a lot of times yeah. it is a financial dis <clears throat> excuse me, a financial decision. Um, but I don't get those as much these days. You know, corporate clients um, are, are a little more um, anxious to find out what happens. You know, at some point they're going to say, all right, you know, we've taken this as far as we want to go. But I don't get those business decisions, stop the bleeding decisions as, as much as I used to. Yeah. So think of it, I guess, would you, what kind of advice maybe that you would say, hey, um, you know, 
uh, obviously it's not a it, it, it's not a prerequisite to have say a background um, in doing this say on the law enforcement side of it. Um, so so what would you you know what advice do you get give to someone getting into this that maybe doesn't have a law enforcement background? I mean into you know trying to get into these corporate jobs because quite honestly you know a, a company is going to you know, for the bottom line, I know I have to pay this person this much to do these forensic investigations, you know, to save me this much money. So I think that the times are changing, that people are understanding that digital evidence is really important. So, I mean, what advice do you have to people to getting into this, um, say, career to work and do digital forensics, um, you know, or even instant response or both of them together in, say, the corporate world? Sure. The one thing that I've noticed in the past, if you have someone that comes out of law enforcement, they're they're pretty good at um, talking to people. Not to say people out of you know that that haven't been in law enforcement, you know, can't talk to people, but talk to you know potential suspects or victims. Um, it's that investigative mindset that you get in law enforcement that is a little bit hard to learn. You learn on the job, you know, maybe you take the read technique or something like that um, to learn, you know, how to interview someone. Uh, but, you know, research, like I mentioned, the read technique, research, um, body language. I mean, I was blown away when, when you, you know, when you're interviewing someone and, you know, they, they, they do something like this, and and at first I'm like, wow, I'm I'm way off. You know, they're so comfortable. They're sitting back, and you know, I'm I'm I got the wrong person or whatever. And then you, you know, then you find out no, that maybe they're moving away from you. You know, they're trying to get some space, and you know, maybe their hands are like clenched behind your head. Um, body body language is amazing, and talking to someone is something that comes pretty. Uh, well, I shouldn't say comes naturally, comes with time in law enforcement, um, but it's hard to learn uh, without experience. Um, but, you know, for what I do in the corporate world, I think that makes a, a big difference, being able to talk to people, uh, being able to present. Um, one of the reasons why I first got started doing presentations is because we all present to management, to your boss, to, you know, maybe upper management and being able to articulate what you did and why in, you know, humanly understandable language and not, you know, I think before you said all ones and zeros, that's really important. Um, so, you know, don't get caught up on the cool stuff. I mean, the cool stuff, you're working on computer forensics, you'll deal with the cool stuff. Work on the people aspect, talking to people and reading people, and I think you'll be a lot more successful. Yeah, so so it's important, uh, you know, if, if someone's getting into this, making sure that um, one I, I is personal, right? Making sure one education side of it, uh, you know, and I'm not talking, say, university education, but, you know, being able to go to some resources, try to understand it and have kind of a passion for it rather than saying, well, I'm going to make this amount of money because, you know, I think that, you know, people who who wants to do that, right, to make the world a safer place, right, to someone who wants to say, hey, I'm doing this because of this reason, 
you know, not myself, but you know, I, I like doing, I like having computers. I like doing, I like programming because I found a lot of people now have some sort of background, especially if it's not law enforcement, but into either a development side of it or into understanding, you know, uh, computers at a level that maybe we didn't start out with, but having that understanding, but I think it's the drive, right? Having that thing of, Hey, I'm doing something not only just cool, but I'm doing something that for the betterment either of the company or, you know, that you're working for, you know, the people that you're working for, whether it be law enforcement, that I find that some uh, that, that they have and have the drive to that. So, you know, that's it's the same thing. If you don't like what you're doing, you should probably move on. You know, if you enjoy what you're doing, especially on the, you know, DFIR stuff, it, it, at times you're like going you know, especially in the law enforcement side of it. And I always talk about that, but the things that you see and those things you're like going, what type of world is this? Right. Or even on the corporate side of it, you see what people are doing. They have a great job and they're doing this type of stuff. I mean, you see things electronically and you're like, what am I? So again, it's one of those, it, 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 it is. And, you know, I personally think it's probably the best job someone can get into because, these types of digital evidence is never going to go away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but to your earlier point, I, I think you could kind of always tell when someone's doing it for the money versus someone that wants to learn and wants to do it. Um, you know, very early on, you know, you said we've been doing this for a while, but it flies by because we love what we're doing. Yeah, you know, the money's the money's fine. We all have bills to pay. You know, you want to be comfortable. Um, but you could, I think you could always tell someone that loves it versus someone looking for a paycheck. And the people that, you know, want to do it for a paycheck, God bless, you know, but they kind of bounce around and you kind of could figure that out, um, I think, pretty easily. Um, life's too short, you know, there's too much going on in the world. You got to love what you do, uh, or do something else. So, so before we go, I always, this is how I end it is that I want to know what artifact do you tell people? I mean, it could be any type of, I mean, on any type of medium, right? Whether it be the cloud stuff, whether it be, you know, some sort of service, maybe a phone, you know, uh, computers, networks, whatever. What what advice can you give to someone? Is like every investigation you do, this is either how you start it, this is what you look for. Give give everyone something like, man, just a nugget that they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to write that down to make sure that one they're doing that. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's some artifacts that you know. There's like six artifacts that I usually start off with, and you know, they're what you can imagine, you know, you, as I said before, USB cloud. Um, but in the mobile world, the one thing that I think a lot of the folks in our world don't realize is, you know, the people that we're working for our clients or our manage, well, maybe not our managers, our clients or, you know, the, the courts or what have you, um, they don't understand the mobile applications yet you know they they still are like uh well examine that phone and we're going to give you some some email addresses we're going to give you some phone numbers uh so the one thing that i always tell people that i work with um is look at the installed application report i mean 
how do you do a case without looking at that first? And not not you and not the people that are listening to this, the people that we're giving it to, you know, but from my perspective, it gives you a pretty good idea of, you know, the person that you're looking at based on what applications they have installed. So I always tell people if they're like, oh, you know, I, I want the, um, the phone records, I want the, the text messages, let's look at the installed application first and figure out what they're using. Um, so now so, you have me intrigued. I need to, what is something if you saw on their installed applications, which again is primo stuff, but tell me, I mean, what is something that goes bing, 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 bing to you if you see that installed onto them? I mean, obviously it can be way different depending upon the situation, but I mean, give me a, give me an example. Well, to me, it's what could be on the device versus what's never stored on the device. Again, the you know the people that are saying, "Hey, I want you to examine the phone," they might think that that phone you know has literally everything. Um, so I do it more for, and you know, uh, to your earlier point, what do I have access to? You know, I always put the phone, and I always tell people to put the phone in airplane mode, so that if it's you know, a company owned phone and they send it to me, I'm not accidentally, you know, connecting to their bank account or their external email account. Um, so I put it into airplane mode and then I look at the installed application report so that I could then go back to the client or whoever and say, oh, okay, that data that you're looking for it looks like they were using this application and, you know, we might have to go somewhere else to get it. Right. So it's right, more right. So for looking, where yeah, is the looking unique for that data. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Looking for, hey, they were using this app and, you know, now let's go and why were they using this? You know, why were they using Tinder? You know, why were they using Plenty of Fish? Why were they doing these times? Uh, yeah. Tiger I, I text. Do you ever come across exactly. Tiger text? I know. That's yeah, one of yeah, my favorite yeah, ones. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, the bomb it goes away. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh my gosh, fantastic information, man. I I do appreciate. Uh, obviously, it's Friday, so people typically hey. TGIF going on. I exactly right. So it's Friday. I thank you. It was a fantastic conversation. Always good and to catch a, up with you. Oh my gosh, yeah, and we'll continue to do that. Hopefully, you know what? When we all get out of our dungeons, we can all meet together into like and, a real bar instead and have, of a, yeah. Fake cheers. Bar, right. Cheers again. Cheers. Thank you so much. All right. Perfect. And um, another fantastic um, uh, Friday happy hour. It's great. The forensic time is great. Um, and again, this we have some. I mean, the guests continue to line up. That's great. I love to hear it because everyone just likes to drink beer, not necessarily. I want to be on the show. So that is good. Um, uh, Warren, thank you again. It was fantastic. Some great information. Uh, make sure that you guys continue to, uh, hey, watch this. Hey, you can go on any of your podcasts, whatever you guys listen to podcasts. All these will be up as well. You can listen to it if you don't want to stare at us. You can just listen to the audio on that because sometimes that's good on car rides. So again, I appreciate it. And again, next week we will be back on Friday. So make sure that you tune in. Thank you and see you next week.